Quick Health Concepts. This is podcast number eight, and I'm Dr. Leslie Quick, your host. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to be back here. What can I say? It's been a while. Uh, Last time I was on this microphone was about 18 months ago, so a lot has happened since that time, and I just want to wish everybody back. Thanks so much for joining me again. I just, I just feels feels really, really good. Feels good to be back, and I'm happy to be here. So thanks for listening in. I have spent this time uh, since lovely Lisa at WCTV asked me to come back, and I've been racking my brain thinking. God, there's so much to talk about. What can what can I talk about today? What what is it that I want to share with everybody? And and you know, in the health field, and and I decided today to just really keep it simple. So much has happened so in this world right now that I just figured we would just do a self check in today, and just say, how are you doing? How are you? How am I? You know, today is all about self check in. Check in with yourself. Mental acuity, check yourself. Check. Do your own little mental check-in today. That's really what I want to do today. We have been coming off such, uh, such toxic atmosphere that it's almost inexplainable. It's, you know, on so many levels, obviously a pandemic has, has hit us, and uh, I'm hoping that that means that we are kind of, I don't want to say coming out of it, but hopefully coming around the corner and we're not going to be seeing any more being stuck indoors like we did, closures, but it has had a huge effect, right? And the political scene was just another whole atmosphere of toxicity that I don't even remember in my 50 years. So it's been it's been pretty drastic if you ask me and I definitely think that it has taken a huge emotional physical toll on people so I think today we just need to check in we just need to see how's everybody doing how's your neighbor how's your family and most importantly how are you how are you doing you know with the pandemic one of the things that you know, I was really lucky. My husband and I are, if anybody doesn't know me, I'm a chiropractor. My husband and I have an office together. And we were really lucky, I feel, during the pandemic. We, our lives did not change drastically like a lot of people's did. We were able to stay open. Uh, We were open enough that we were taking care of patients who, it was either us or the emergency room, and and nobody was going to take them for emergency disc issues because they were dealing with COVID. So we were able to stay open and stay active while a lot of people were stuck indoors. While, you know, my my sister got so many different things done around her house and I didn't, but, you know, I was, in another sense, I was very active and I was was happy about that and I, I consider myself very lucky. But one of the things that we definitely noticed as time went on and we started getting back to normal levels um, of our patients 
was that it was really interesting to see, you know, with my office, when you do what I do, you get to really know your patients very well. And a lot of them, if any of you are listening, lots of love to you. You know, a lot of my patients become like family to us. We get to know them really well. And they talk to you. They talk to us. And I, it's, it's, definitely a pleasure to listen to them. And I listen to their hardships and I listen to what's going on in their lives for two reasons. I mean, A, because I think that people just feel comfortable and they talk to me and they, and they, it helps to get that out. And the other thing too is, is as doing what I do for a living, what people feel emotionally translates into how they feel physically. So those physical manifestations are really important to me as a chiropractor and, and, and talking to my patients and saying, you know, how are your emotions affecting your physical health? I, anybody who knows me and anybody who sees me knows that I, I'll know if you're having a, a tough day, whether you got a smile on your face or not. I'll say, what's going on with you? Because I can feel it in your body. So, you know, it's very interesting how I've seen <clears throat> that, uh, that emotional stress that this pandemic and and not just the pandemic but the perfect storm of events that happened during the pandemic created in people's mental states and you know and again translated into their physical state i'm also you know one of the things that i do in the office as well uh is i'm a diet coach so in that if that was really interesting during the pandemic because it was really interesting to see how people handled the pandemic in in either what was interesting was I had some people that said, okay, well, I'm stuck indoors. I can't go out anywhere. There are no parties to be had or to enjoy. So I might as well take this time to take care of myself. And, you know, they, they kicked ASS. They, they, people went on diets. They, they got really healthy. They to- took that time to invest in themselves. Um, and then on the other side of the coin, the other side was you had people who were might have been th- you know thriving and then suddenly they just shut down and turned off. You know one of the things that the pandemic did for a lot of people as well was you know for us you every and for anybody who owned a business and and or was involved in you know the restaurant industry or, or lots of different industries you had to reinvent yourself to some aspect or think outside the box and how is how can I get this to work? And for us, you know, as far as the um as far as with my dieters, one of the things we did was, you know, everything got switched to virtual. I learned about Zoom. You know, I learned about these different ways to do things virtually. So I, I was able to have my dieters meet with me virtually and and either they did really, really well or I found that they just didn't do so hot. Um, but again, it, it, everybody's different and things affect people in different ways. But I did find that very interesting and in how how the pandemic, how everything, and again, this was, if you ask me, I I kept saying to people, this is like the perfect storm because not only do you have this unprecedented, you know, you haven't seen a pandemic like this in over 100 years, but you also had that this governmental, political, excuse me, political atmosphere that was just draining you know so it wasn't it wasn't like there was this big you know cataclysmic event in one thing and then it was kind of over I kind of call it like a slow drip and that slow drip really just 
was just draining. I think that's almost worse because it just drains you, drains you, drains you a little bit, drains you a little bit. So in the end, as we're starting to kind of, I'm hoping, come back, as we're coming back to life, you need to check in with yourself. You know, this is the perfect time as we're starting to get busier again. Check in on yourself and see how am I doing? What's going on in my life? And, you know, it's it just it's so important. One of the things that we saw over the last um, you know over the last six months was perfect example was during the Olympics with Simone Biles, you know, taking that she did this. She did a self check in and she said she made a conscious decision, one that was obviously a not taken lightly, but b had to be a huge. I mean, I can't imagine the amount of stress that it took her to even make that decision because of the fact that the whole world was watching her and it had these exorbitant expectations on her and how and to perform and we have lived our lives we've tended to live our lives to say you know if you if you don't kind of put this tank barrier around you and you just can't you can't forge through and you can't get through this and she decided to say no, that's not the case. I need to look at myself. I need to do my own self check-in and say to myself, A, how am I doing? And and B, is what I'm doing helpful or harmful? And that was a self check-in. And, and that's kind of what we want to do today is, you know, how are you feeling now? How do you feel if what's going on around you is really getting to be too much? As, you know, I just talked about my office and my business life, but also on a personal level, I think we all, or much of us, I know myself included, have a tendency for years, I just would say, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this all, I, I can own a business, I can, you know, be that working parent, I can, and I don't want to say mom, because, you know, my husband was there too, you know, he, he was helping me along the way. I don't say that I did this all myself by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but, you know, you, you sit there and say, I can own a business. I can, oh, hell, I can volunteer here. I can volunteer there. Oh, and you know what? I can clean my house and I can take care of my two kids and I can do all this. And and I was realizing that I wasn't doing my own self-check-in. And I started doing that. And it was, not only did it open my eyes, but it made me realize that I needed to do that and doing that was really helpful to me and one of the things that I struggled with and I and I think I probably still struggle with is the ability to say it's okay it's okay to realize that Superwoman doesn't really exist, you know, and I'm doing what I can and this is what I can handle. You know, I, I, I struggle and I continue to struggle with the fact that, you know, people will say, oh, gosh, you know, the, this this person, they do it all. They do everything and they do. And, but then I look back and I go, well, yeah, they do it all, but they're not taking care of themselves. And in the end, that's not a good thing. When you're on a plane and you're, there's an issue, and those if those oxygen masks come down, what do they tell you to do? You have to put on your own oxygen mask before you can help anybody else with the oxygen, right? And that goes into so many facets of our lives. It really does when you think about it. You, you, can't, you can't 
help others if you really aren't helping yourself. So I just want to take a few minutes to just do that. Let's go through a self-check-in, okay? Number one question that I want you to ask yourself is, how are you feeling right now? How do you feel? You feeling good? Feeling crappy? How do you feel? Really take a second to ask yourself, how are you feeling? And understand, one of the things that I say all the time is my mantra, if, if, if I was to, you know, something was to happen to me, I hope somebody remembers this, is my mantra has always been control what you can. Some things you can't control. You got a cruddy job, well, maybe you can help control that by quitting and moving somewhere else, or maybe you can't. You know, are you stuck in your job? Are you stuck in, in whatever situation you're in? Can you have some control in that? If you can, then make the change. If you can't, well, again, control what you can. So maybe you can't, maybe you can't control right now being in this job that you're in, or maybe you can't control right now being in a in a bad relationship or a you know, maybe you can't control certain things. Personally, I have trouble I have personal trouble understanding how people can be in bad relationships and stay with it, but that's me. Um, but if you are in a situation where you feel like you can't do something about it, well, I'm going to have a bad day at work. There's nothing I can do about it. I have to do this presentation. It's not fully, it's, you know, the computer's not doing what I want. Okay, you can't control that. But what can you control, okay? So another question is, is what do you need right now? What is it that's going to help you right now? Okay. Is it is it that cup of coffee? Then go get that cup of coffee. You know, is it I need a night out with my friends. Plan the night out with your friends. Don't delay. For me, when I do a self-check-in, it's usually something along the lines of what do I need right now? It's it's you know, one of the things that I I, I tend to do is say, I really could use a glass of wine. But over the pandemic, I really was having too many glasses of wine. And I said, you know what? I really don't need that glass of wine. <laughs> what I do need is an outlet. I need something else besides that because I was getting unproductive. I was sitting there at one point, you know, how many freaking TV shows can I watch at one time? And with me, at least, I, I get feeling like I'm sluggish and, and you feel cruddy. And I was like, OK, I, I got to stop this. So. I'm like, what kind of outlets can I do that are healthier for me and going to be more productive? So things that I did was play tennis. I did a little more yoga, um, you know, and, and I didn't I did those for myself. I did those and it does help. And, you know, we also tend to get into a rut. It's so easy to get into a rut. How do you get out of that rut? And doing these things are, are just really realizing and just kind of digging deep into what is going on with you to try to figure out, okay, how am I feeling? And then what do I really need right now? Not, not, oh, could I use that glass? I love my wine. I'm a big wine lover. But do I really need that glass of wine? No, I really didn't need that. I needed something else. <laughs> and, you know, and I, I, I still love my glass of wine, but it wasn't always what I needed. So, you know, I did things like for myself, I start playing tennis, I go for more hikes, things like that, that I love the outdoors. Those are things that I enjoy that really kind of make center myself. And so that was kind of something that I did for myself. What brings you joy? Now, these are not questions that you need to ask yourself every single day, but you do need to really periodically check in. What brings you joy? For me, you know, I'll give an example. During the pandemic, 
I had, you know, I had a middle schooler, need I say more? I had a middle schooler that was stuck at home, a young teenage girl who was one of the reasons why I wanted another glass of wine, but, you know, <laughs> but, it, you know, she struggled just like everybody else, every other kid did. And, you know, when a teenager struggles, that, therefore, that translates into my parents are going to struggle. And, and we did. And, you know, and then I have an now 18-year-old who is thriving at uh, fresh, a thriving freshman at university. And, but at the time, she was a junior senior trying to figure out going to college. And, and that was a real struggle for all of us because we couldn't, you know, how, how do you, how do you choose colleges when you aren't even sure if you're going to be able to visit them? So everybody's, and, and my struggles were very light, I think, um, in compared to other people, but they were my struggles. And so when you sit there and say to yourself, you know, try not to look at other people and say, oh my gosh, you know, they've got it easier, harder. Just say, this is, this is mine. This is what I own. And this is how I'm going to deal with it. So on days where, you know, I love my daughters more than anything in the world. And there were days where, you know, they'll sit there and say, you know, we'll have a discussion and they'll be like, oh, do you love me every day? I'm like, I love you every day. I may not like you every day, but I love you every day. But on those days where I was doing a self-check-in, if my child was really, you know, if my daughter was really giving me a problem, I might have looked to my dogs and spent a little more time with my canines because that was what made me happy at that moment. Is there anything you're putting off? Now, that's a funny question because, you know, what are you putting off? Is, is, it, is it something that's going to be there tomorrow and you just don't want to get to today? Pick your battles, right? Here's another one I think is really important. Is there any self-work you should focus on? Um, you know, recognizing and growing is always an important part of self-check-ins. You know, what for me, for example, I have a tendency to be... Um, I try to be as even-keeled as possible, but anybody who's known me for years, I think that's just come with age because that is not what I've known, I am known for, and I can have a tendency to have an emotional, you know, if I get pent-up emotion, it'll just kind of come out. And as soon as I do that, I always say, oh, damn it, what did I do? You know, so self-check-in, I just kind of say to myself, okay, did I need to do that? How can I, how can I make this different? Okay. So I find that working on yourself is always important and not necessarily when I say, when I say that, not necessarily in a negative way, but we can always make positive change. So those are the things that I'm more talking about is, you know, acknowledging what you have, acknowledging what good you have in your life, how you can continue to grow is another important question. Are there some things, again, going back, are there some things you'd like to do more often for yourself? You know, I, I anybody, my friends who know me know I am the queen of free. I love things that are free or, you know, or low, you know, that's why I hike. Hiking is free. There's no charge to go out in the nature and, and hike. I love to play tennis. Um, but what do I do? I do lower cost alternatives. I join the rec tennis. Our town has so many great opportunities to do things at low cost. Do those things. Enjoy that. Go get a book at the library. Free books. Do these types of things for yourself. Really important. Are you taking breaks? Now, that's a toughie, right? Because a lot of us 
can't take those types of breaks as often as we would like to. Um, but are there areas where you can add breaks in? You know, if you're going crazy during the day and your time is is 10 minutes before you go to bed, well, then, you know, see where you can fit that in. You know, one of the things I realized was for me, when, you know, I get home, I have a really long day and my job is really physical. So when I get home, I'm pretty pooped. And sometimes I just want to go home and vegetate in front of the TV. But one of the things I was realizing as I was doing that was, you know, my husband and I would just sit there for two hours watching TV. And I'm sitting there saying there are other things I can be doing. Now, I do enjoy that. I enjoy I'm watching a great show right now, you know. And and I'm just saying, you know, I, I kind of at one point say to myself, and I do this, and this is ongoing, you know. I'm not saying that I've suddenly turned the, the corner and all of a sudden it's, Oh, light on on marble head and all that kind of stuff. No, I mean, I still do this. Sometimes I'm like, why did I just watch that show for two hours? But I did, you know, I did do that. And maybe tomorrow night I'm going to instead watch, you know, read the new book that I just, I grabbed or something like that. Do things like that for yourself. Um, whether it's five, 10 minutes, I do find, A, it helps me sleep better. You know, toning down your mind before sleep or any time in the day is really helpful. One of the things that we've been doing, and I'm hoping to have this at another time, is a breathwork practitioner uh, that just joined my practice. Her name is um, Julie Capozzi, and I really didn't know much about that, but we did. she did a workshop, and after that workshop, just learning how to breathe, we're just taking the time to breathe, really was, it really just, studies are showing. I mean, it helps to bring down, I mean, so, I don't care. Take two minutes to just in between your day where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm taking a bathroom break. I don't give you head out in the bathroom and just take a couple minutes to just deep breathing just to kind of give yourself a little time. You got to do that. It's really important. And then another important one is, is there any negativity you can cut from your life? We all have that. Hopefully we're not that negative influence. And again, that goes back to checking in on yourself and saying, am I being too negative? Because that, I know it happens with me sometimes. And I'm like, geez, just control that negative feeling and just think positive and, and you know, be the positivity. It sounds funny to say that, but being the positivity is really important. And I can be negative too, you know, but trying to get out of that negativity is, is so important. And if there's somebody in your life or something in your life that just, you know, screams negativity, you got to cut it out or at least backtrack, you know, back away from it because you don't need those negative forces in your life. You got to cut it, either cut it out of your life or, you know, or just back off for a bit until you get your head on straight. Reflection is really important in the in your life. And now more than ever, I think we really need to take the time to just reflect, check in, take the oxygen mask, put it on yourself before you put it on others. That's it for me for today. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you take away and just take a little reflection time. If you can every day, I think I don't even do it every day, but I do at least try at least once a week to kind of reflect and see how I'm doing and taking the time for me, whether it's five, 10 minutes to just get rid of my negativity, check in on myself and say, how am I feeling? What do I need to do for myself today? Because I do so much for others. 
and I'm sure you all do as well. So I want to say thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for joining Quick Health Concepts. Thank you to WCTV for hosting as always. I'm Dr. Leslie Quick. Next time we'll see Julie Capozzi, breathwork specialist. Have a great one.